Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening. Welcome to the Disney Brit Radio Show this Monday evening, July the 30th. Sounds weird saying Disney Brit Radio Show because it's the first time I've ever done it. Now, usually what we'd say by this point is we're now on episode such and such, which would be episode 99, but I'm not quite sure whether we do that now because we're on the radio or whether we just say this is the Disney Brit Radio Show and it's Monday, July the 30th. I have no idea, but it's too late now because I probably just messed all of that up. Good evening and joining me as always is good old Kez. Hello, Kez. Hi, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. It's, it's you're a radio star now. I know. All these millions <laughs> of people are, are listening to us. I say million. Uh, there's there's Juz, the radio, uh, the station owner, and Craig, who does the soul show. So there's two, if nothing else. <laughs> uh, but Juz isn't here this evening. But we have got some exciting news for you because we've got a new member of the team. Of which, if you're listening to this for the very first time, it doesn't make any difference anyway because you'll have never have heard this person before, whether they've been on a million times or just once. And that's Alan. Hello, Alan. You alright? How you doing? See, uh, he's been very polite for his very first show. I love it. I love the fact that Alan's trying to be all nice and polite. Because and... I'm so nervous, you see. Are you genuinely yeah. nervous? <laughs> um, this is the Disney Brit Radio Show, which um, we kind of, I suppose, need to explain a little bit about what's the difference between the Disney Brit Radio Show and the Disney Brit Podcast. The Disney Brit Podcast has been going for nearly four years. We've been doing it as a bi-weekly show, and uh, Orlando Sky Radio said, uh, how about come and do a Monday night slot and... Um, Come and join us and and have a bit of fun on the radio. So we thought, well, why not? So uh, we are going to be here every other Monday night. Now, if you do listen to Orlando Sky Radio on a Monday evening anyway, you may have noticed uh, that I'm on every Monday night. But last week was the Disney Island Disc Radio Show. And this week is the Disney Brit Radio Show. So what we're going to be doing over the next, over sort of the two-week period, one week will be Disney Brit Radio Show. The other week will be... Um, will be the Disney Island Discs radio show. So a music sort of based show and a news and rumours based show. So what we're going to be looking at this week is um, two different things. We're going to be bringing you some news and rumours from the Disney parks and we're going to be talking about some of those. And also we're going to be looking at a bit of an Olympic themed discussion, a bit of fun. If Disney were to create their own Olympic team, which characters, both from uh, live action to Pixar to Disney classic characters, would they choose to take part in different events? And none of us have shared any of this information. None of us have shared anything about who it is we've, cho- uh, we've chosen. And we're going to see whether people come up with the same thing or people, whether people come up with something different. So it should just be a little bit of fun, I hope. Now, um, before we start, one of the things we talked a lot about was Disney Vinylmation. Now, Alan, are you a Vinylmation collector? I wouldn't say an avid collector. I've got about seven or eight. Oh, really? Is that it? Just seven or eight? Yeah. Kaz has got one. Kaz, your uh, collection? Oh, I've got um... about 50. Oh, wow. You're actually beating me then. <laughs> okay. 
so suddenly I feel far inferior. Kaz, the radio is yours. Talk about Vinylmation, go. Awesome. Well, Vinylmation, the most epic art type thing from Disney. Oh, yeah, we've lost yes. 10 listeners. Brilliant. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> um, no, because we talked about Vinylmation in the UK. Mm. And uh, we were talking about how it was dismal and miserable and how we weren't getting anything. And I thought we'd do a quick update and just see, uh, and let obviously those in the US know that we obviously get Vinylmation in the UK, which is where us guys are from, hence the Disney Brit, the Disney bit being the Disney bit, the Brit bit being the fact that we're British. Um, do you think it's improved? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. The best ones that I've always got have been out in America. And recently, the only one I've bought in the last month is... Um, they do... I can't think it's Magic of the World or something. They're doing a Disney store at the moment where they've got... It's almost like the Epcot merchandise where you have yeah. all the Mickey heads with the flags on. Yeah. And they've got a little black vinylation with all the flags in little Mickey shapes all over him. Indeed, I have. And I got that recently. So that is a, that is a good one recently. But there was, uh, was the light up series for the was it twenty fifth anniversary? anniversary? Yeah, with the light up sorcerer. Yeah. Mickey. And they, I like the sorcerer Mickey light up one was amazing, um, but the other ones looked a bit quirky and not really my taste. So, okay. not even the Phineas and Ferb. Uh, we have those in the UK. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're on the Disney Store website. Oh, oh see, so I missed that. see all of this. We have this open discussion, and then Kes doesn't know anything about it. Alan, what, what's your oh. opinion? Because you were kind of involved in taking some photos and getting involved in trying to improve the the British scene for Vinylmation. It was it was about what four months ago or something like that was something it? like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think it has improved a lot. Um, there's a lot more Vinylmation to gets because I remember used to used to go on the Disney Store website and there was maybe one or two. Yeah. Um, but some, oh, I've gone on tonight, and there's I think there's 21 different items. Ooh. There's loads in there now. We've got the uh, exclusive Disneyland Paris. Uh, well, to say exclusive Disneyland Paris. We've got the Disneyland Paris ones now, haven't we? Yep. Um, yeah. Another another thing I was going to sort of say was that, you know the the light up Mickey one that you were talking about just before. Yeah, yeah sorcerer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's online at the moment for 12 pounds. If you go on eBay, there's people selling it for 25. Wow. <laughs> so the moral of the story made. is go to the Disney store yeah, financial advice free of charge now I was very lucky today because I went to the Olympics yay awesome it's one of my like lifelong dreams was to go to the Olympics in fact I'm sat here in my exclusive Team GB you can only get it from the venue t-shirt yeah rub um, it in yeah rub it <laughs> um, but I went to the Disney store on purpose today because um, basically you have to walk through the Westfield Stratford shopping centre to get to the mm-hmm. Olympic Park and I thought, I wonder whether the Disney store got any Vinamation in. So I went in and I said, have you got any Vinamation? She went, no, I'm sorry, we don't sell them. We haven't sold them for ages because it was only the pin stores, blah, 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 blah. Thinking, oh, man, if ever there's an opportunity, because that place was rammed. Seriously, mm. it was sardine-style rammed. And I kind of hoped they were going to have some Vinamation and they haven't. It's a real shame. But there you go. Right. So I've just had a quick look on the website. Yeah. and. The, the two fin- There's a Phineas and a Ferb one because I think, is there a Perry one as well? There is. But he's not on. That's the one that I want, and he's not on the store. We've and I'm not impressed by the other one. ones. Aww. See, those one ones I think would be quite cool. But Anyway, we've talked a lot about Vinovation. We've yeah. got um, lots to talk about and lots to do. We've only got an hour in which to do it. So I suppose uh, we better do some news. Indeed. Okay, so let's do some Disney Brit news and rumours. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. (laughs) 
can I just point out, while we're trying to be all professional on the radio, I've currently got the station owner uh, shouting abuse at me via Skype. Uh, involving <laughs> lap dancing clubs but there we go um, nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's going to wish he hasn't said anything now so usually on the show for those of you who have heard it before we do uh, our news and rumours at the top of the show and we see what we get through and we'll just see basically how far we get so we're going to start off with Kez and uh, we've got some live performance coming to uh, Walt Disney World I believe yes in downtown Disney they're going to have the Jake and the Neverland Pirates Band Come and play. So that's going to be Sharky and Bones. And I've heard some of this music. My nephew had a um, pirate-themed Disney birthday party, and they played the whole CD. And actually, I have to say, it was pretty good. And so these guys are going to be appearing at Downtown Disney on the Waterside stage at two, three, and five p.m. between the third and the twelfth of August. So get down and see them. That sounds cool. Have you heard these before? Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan, you. On- of course, I've heard them on the TV show. My daughter loves it. Um, and they are one of the highlights of the show, I think. They are. They're, their songs are very random. Yeah. I, I would go into singing one, but I'd totally embarrass myself in the first... What, oh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on a second, I'm sorry. Let me just stop the music. Feel free. No, I can't do it. I oh, <laughs> rubbish. I thought he was going to give us something. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was all ready for a sing-along then, and then you disappointed me big time. Um, do you know what? I'm really pleased they've done this. Mm. Now, I was trying to think the last time they had something Playhouse Disney style live, not like live on stage, but um, from the television series. And I reckon it's got to have been um, Johnny and the Sprites. Has he, has he been live in the parks? Yeah, they did Hollywood Studios. I, I was thinking Vinylmation Movers. Not Vinylmation Movers. Oh, Imagination Movers. Yeah. Have they been since? Um, you might there's talk right. of them doing a tour again, isn't there? But didn't Disney get rid of them because they were rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe having a, a serious just preschool television conversation. Um, I don't know then. I thought they'd... Um, I thought they'd... Oh, man, I don't know. You might be right, and I might be completely wrong. Um, but it's nice to see that we've got some uh, some live stuff coming back again, because I know they've done Disneyland in the past, but um, mm. hadn't appeared in Walt Disney World. So I'm pleased to see that they brought, uh, they're bringing some live, slightly different stuff. What were the dates again? It was the 3rd and the 12th of August at 2, 3, and 5 p.m. See, good as well that it's during our summer holiday. Because mm. I remember Johnny and Sprites was something like January or something stupid like that. Whereas at least this time, it's actually during a time when we would go, which is pretty awesome. Cool. I like the sound of that. There we go. So do head over. If you're going over in August, we're not going to be there, sadly. Uh, if you are going and you do get a chance to take some photos or saw some video or some audio or stuff like that, please send it to us because we'd love to put it up on our website, disneybrit.com. Uh, so you can send us an email, podcast at disneybrit.com, and then we can uh, get in touch with you about how we can go about doing that. Okay, let's leave uh, Jake and his Neverland Pirates behind. But we're staying, well, we're moving on to the Magic Kingdom, because uh, it sounds like something's been inspired uh, by a new game. Yeah, that's right. Um, like when I first read this article, I thought, hang on, this has already been done. The title says, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom trading card game is coming to Walt Disney World. Now, hasn't that been in the park for ages? Yeah, Probably right. so. Can we just stop picking on my titles? Sorry, sorry. But, no, but other people have referred to it as this as well. And 
it was when I sort of started to look further into it. Obviously, you've got the interactive game with the cards in the Magic Kingdom where you go and defeat the evil villains. But it became obvious that when you got home, that there was not much you could do with the cards. Mm. So what they've decided to do is in- create a trading card game which you can play at home. Now, reading sort of between the lines, you're going to be getting a game card or a board game, game board, some instructions and some specially released cards for it. Now, I'd, my, my experience of Disney games hasn't been that great. The instructions tend to be a bit confusing. But the, um, the, the sort of ones they took, like Clue and all that sort of stuff and change, were pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I, I suppose you, you can't mess with Disney Monopoly, for example. Yeah. Disney um, But, I don't know, the, I've got a feeling like this is going to be the most complicated trading card game in the world. <laughs> Does Even it? though it says it's suitable for six years and above. Oh, but it doesn't actually tell us anything about how exactly the game's going to be played. Is it a board game or is it a... It, it's, it says that there's, um, there's going to be four different boards that you can get. There's going to be a game of rules. There's going right. to be new tokens. There's going to be a complete spell card checklist. Um, <sighs> wow. There's going to be... There's apparently another nine cards that are going to be specially available for this, which is um, cards number 61 to 70. But I've probably seen that many different lists on the internet that I thought those cards were already released anyway. Um, and it says that the instructions are going to be very concise but easy to follow. I'm like, right, that's <laughs> concise and easy to follow. Don't fit together, surely. I, if, if you look at, there's like some pictures that they've got of one of the boards, and it's a tiny little letter that they've got on it. But it says, for example, Facilia attacks you. Flip five coins. You need to get one bead equals a quick fire dash. Two beads equals, and then it just goes on and on and on. So I, d- I don't know. Sounds like Top Trumps meets Warhammer. Yeah, definitely mm. Warhammer. Particularly <laughs> that says there's five beads. <laughs> you imagine that right. suddenly they're going to start selling boards of the Magic Kingdom, where you're going to have characters laid about, and there's going to be people with rulers and dice and things yeah. like, <laughs> like Warhammer. <laughs> How funny would that be? But, but I think Source of the Magic Kingdom is a fantastic thing. Because you you played it, haven't you? Yeah, I um, got a chance to play it um, a couple of weeks ago, actually. I think actually. you're the only one of the three of us has actually had the mm. chance to play it. it is, is it really as addictive as people say it is? Yes and no. I I, I used to play um, World of Warcraft, and I sort of got addicted to that, but then I saw the, the, re- 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 the I can't even say it, repetition level of it. Repetitions as well. <laughs> being poor so, for example, man, so. Source of the Magic Kingdom, you go to a window, you show your card, you see the animation, you show another card, move on to your next window. So I sort of did get a bit bored of it. My daughter loved it. Yeah. She's four years old. And I got more addicted to the idea of collecting the cards. Okay. So um, that, that's, the, that's the level that I'm on. I'm on the collection. I want, I want the full set. And are there really people who are sort of avidly collecting these cards? Yeah. The, I would, we went up to one of the windows. We were playing the game. And we, we, it was the first day that we got there, so we had five cards. And this guy came up to us and said, have you got any swaps? I said, well, well, no, we've just started. He said, well, have you got this one? And he showed us a card. And I said, well, no, I haven't. He said, well, I'll swap it for three of yours. I said, well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm collecting my own. And these aren't swaps yet. And there was people that really wanted to swap. There was like all age ranges, all the windows, all actively swapping and trading and getting involved with it. So I think it's going to be something that could be big if Disney keep going with it. Mm. Right, okay. And take it into Tomorrowland. 
So, do you think people are going to be able to use these cards in the park, or is this going to be a completely separate entity? Well, it suggests that the cards that you get, or the, there's going to be these special cards, hmm. cards 61 to 70, that's going to be available in this kit. So, I, it, would, it would suggest that they are going to be an expansion of it, but then again, the Source of the Magic Kingdom cards is just a, a full pack of 70 cards, so not sure. I'm intrigued then to see how exactly this works because mm. um, it'd kind of be sad in a way if people can suddenly buy their way into a complete set that it's not something completely different. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something that's a fantastic idea because at the end of the day, I've gone away from Magic Kingdom with I think, about 30 cards. Right. What, what can I do with them now? That's very true, yeah. Uh, but can you not use them in a Top, top Trump style at home? Um, I dare say you could do. But obviously, you not you need to complete your set, or yeah, although you yeah. want to you want to go it further. And um, would you say that you would take those cards back with you next time you went? Probably not. Okay. And the main reason for that is because I'm a bit of a collector guy. Yeah. Um, I got the the new pack of cards. Well, the new cards when I was out there. Yeah. Put them in a bag, yeah. and it got a bit wet in the rain. So I'll, oh. my my <laughs> cards that are good are going to be staying good, right? Okay. Um, plus, my, my top tip is if you go into the Magic Kingdom, take everybody in your party's admission tickets to get as many packs of cards as possible because you're only allowed one. Yeah, because that, that was going to be my next question. So it's one pack per person per day. Yes. Okay. Right. That's that's good to know. I wasn't quite sure how how that worked. So okay. five years ago, you can get five packs. Right. So five packs per day if there's five of you, and then you can go about the next day, get into the five packs, and it works out like that, basically. Yeah. Okay. It, it got to the point where I was going to Epcot via the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Just to pick up brilliant. yet more cards. Oh, I love it. That's brilliant. Right, okay. Well, we'll leave that there, and we're just going to take a very quick break here on uh, Disney Brit Radio Share here on Iron Orlando. Got a couple of things to share with you, and we'll be back in a second. Dive into an amazing Epcot adventure as you board a clammobile and join your friends on a quest to find Nemo. And at Animal Kingdom, watch Nemo's story come to life on stage during a magical musical. There are two big splashy ways to find one little clownfish. The Seas with Nemo and Friends at Epcot. And Finding Nemo the Musical at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hello, yes, you are listening to the Disney Book Radio Show live on Orlando Sky Radio, www.orlandoskyradio.com. And just to let you know, you can also check out DisneyBrit.com as well. You can also tweet us at DisneyBrit over on Twitter. So there's loads of places, Facebook, the whole lot. Anyway, we have been talking about some uh, news from Walt Disney World already. We've talked about Jake and his Neverland Pirate Band, of which 
Well, sadly, Alan wouldn't sing. Uh, we've also <laughs> talked about our Sorcerer Mickey trading card game, of which is going to be available to buy. And I'm going to take us back to the thing that started us all off earlier on, and that is the Olympics. Because uh, although the, you're not necessarily getting all of the live coverage in the US, if you are heading over to Walt Disney World and you want to take part in the, uh, everything that's going on with the Olympics, then you are going to be able to uh, spend some time in many of the bars around the resort. Uh, if you're in the UK and you want to uh, see it because you're obviously leaving it behind or in the US and you want to know where you can get your fix while you're out there, then these are the following places that are going to be showing it from last Friday all the way through the closing ceremony on Sunday, August 12th. And they are the following. The Victoria Falls, Sana Lounge, uh, Margie Pool Bar and Uzima Springs Pool Bar at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Also, the Cruise Cup Lounge in Disney's Yacht Club and Martha's Vineyard in Disney's Beach Club Resort. The Wave Lounge at Disney's Contemporary Resort. The Misner's Lounge at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. There's the ESPN Club at Disney's Boardwalk, Muddy Rivers Pool Bar and River Roost Lounge at Disney Port Orleans Resort, Riverside and Scat Cats Lounge at the Port Orleans French Quarter. You've got the Gurgling Suitcase at Old Key West, On the Rocks Pool Bar and the Turf Club Lounge at Saratoga Springs, the Territory Lounge and Crockett's at Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. There's the three pool bars at the All-Star Sports, the Banana Cabana, or Banana Kamada, I guess, at Caribbean Beach Resort, the Rainforest Cafe down in Animal Kingdom, the Rick's Lounge at the Coronado Springs, Fulton Crab House, Wolfgang Puck uh, Cafe, Paradiso 37, House of Blues and the Rainforest Cafe downtown Disney, and the Tambu Lounge at Disney's Polynesian Resort. So there's loads and loads of opportunity for you to get a chance to see some of the Olympics. And so far, it's been, uh, I think, a really good event. Uh, I'm a bit biased, obviously, because it's in the country I live in. But... Um, there's loads of opportunity to see all that wonderful stuff. Also, just to let you know as well, if you want to get hold of some official Olympics merchandise, then there are two places you are able to get hold of it. If you go to Epcot and go to the UK Pavilion, they are selling some of the mascot items, some t-shirts and some bits and pieces inside the sportsman's shop in the UK Pavilion in Epcot. Also, I believe over the past couple of days, it has appeared in downtown Disney as well. So there's plenty of opportunity to get some logoed London 2012 merchandise as well. Would you guys uh, be seeking this out? Do you think if you're over in Walt Disney World, uh, join the event? I might over over night time probably go and see some of the events. Um, but definitely look for some of the merchandise because obviously, even though it is only in london i don't live far away from london but getting into london can be a bit of a nightmare at the moment so haven't really picked up much official merchandise no but if i was on holiday i don't think i would want to like bypass bits of my holiday to specifically watch sport now alan you live in in the north of the uk where you require a passport to come down and join the rest of us (laughs) Um, so you're quite away from the olympics anyway yeah the so the main, the main events of the Olympics obviously is many hours away from me. It's like, it's, all, it's like a boat trip away. It's that far. <laughs> but we, we've actually got some of the football going on up in Newcastle. Oh, you have? Uh, that is true. Um, I think, bizarrely, we had the first, one of the first matches on Thursday before the opening ceremony. Um, but uh, even though it's, some of it's on my doorstep, I haven't even attempted to go and see it. Okay. But you can go and see it anyway. If you, there's all the places you can go and see it. If you are around uh, about Walt Disney World, so plenty and plenty of chance. Got some tweets coming in from Disney Crazy Thirteen. It says she really want to play sorcerers, but she needs the cards in her life. Apparently, can you get the shiny ones too? Is what she wants to know. 
Uh, you can get the shiny ones in the game, can't you? Um, do you mean shiny games in when you do normal trading cards? Yeah. I haven't got any shiny cards. You haven't got any shiny cards? Do shiny no. cards exist? There I'm not sure. I haven't seen any. You haven't seen any? Okay. There, okay, there was so. a special one released for cast members on the day that it opened. Right. But there you go. See, even if you tweet us during the show, we can answer your questions. How good is that? Wonderful. Uh, right, okay, let's move on to our final piece of news for... No, we've got two pieces of news, sorry. You completely ignore me. I've got no idea what's going on. Uh, and we are actually going to head to Alan next uh, because there's some uh, information to do with... Well, it's caused a bit of uproar, this, isn't it? About extra magic hours. Yeah, that's right. Um, it seems that from early 2013, Walt Disney World has tweaked their extra magic hours. And while cutting down on the number of extra magic hour guests, I'm gonna, I'll start again, cutting down the number of extra magic hours guests take can enjoy in the park. It's your first week, just take a deep breath, just relax, it's fine. <laughs> in through the nose, out through the mouth. Except that's going to sound horrible on the Yeah, mic. that's going to sound awful on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for nearly 10 years, guests have been able to enjoy up to three extra hours um, at the parks. On some e- evenings, that meant that the park was only closed for a couple of hours before it opened up again. Um, whether this will last to be a test or be a permanent change, but what they're doing is they're going to, each day they're offering one of the four parks open for one hour early and remain open for two hours after the regular park closing. Um, now, it's, what, what's the, what was the main difference between this? It's, it's just the fact they've sort of lost an hour uh, in the evening. So it, it, it oh, used to be three hours. Yeah, it used to be three hours. Mm. So it would have been 12 midnight till three, where it's now 12 till two. Um, did Have either of you actually been on the extra magic hours? Yes. Yes. I've never actually managed to do them ever. I've, I've always stood in front of the park for the, like, the rope drop or whatever. I haven't tried to bot my way through. Uh, um, yeah. But, but one of the key things that they've started to say about these extra magic hours, which only really affects... Uh, one out of the three of us, which is Adam, um, says that a valid theme park ticket, resort ID, or Golden Oak ID is required. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've got two Golden Oak properties, me. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to rent them out, so no, that's you'll get yourself into trouble. <laughs> I, I do half um, a week in each. So yeah, each member of um, party has got to show a valid ID, whether that's resort ID, park ticket, or Golden Oak, to get into the extra magic hours. But um, you're yeah, one hour short. I wonder if they're going to tweak that for the um, the deluxe guests. I wonder if they're going to get some special yeah. extra magic hours. But I, I'm I'm going to be a little bit controversial in a minute, I think, because people have moaned and moaned and moaned about how dare they take this hour away. But I'll come back to that in a second. We'll just listen uh, from Kez. What what's your opinion on this? I think because it's the evening. Is it the evening ones? Yeah, it's the evening just... one. The, the the daytime's not changing at all. I think if it's just because staying out till three. Is all right, but night after night you're going to get knackered, and you won't want to. I, I see the crowds. I've done it like once. You see the crowds really dwindle towards that time. You think, mm. why is it still open? And then obviously the turnaround for the next day is then so short. It's a bit ridiculous, and you've got all those cast members doing those like extra shifts. And I think if they just cut it down, and if you build that the amount of hours they've cut down over a week, then that's like a shift. And so they're obviously going to save a bit of money doing it. But I don't think it's going to have like a big impact because as i said there's not i don't ever see like a huge amount of people there at three in the morning no 
And that's exactly what I was going to say. Because, you know, as much as everyone's been moaning about this on Twitter and Facebook, about, oh, how dare they take this entire hour off us? We've paid for this. We're losing value for money, blah, 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 blah. Whenever I've been there at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's been walk-on for every single attraction. You know, it's been to the point that there is nobody in the park, which means from Disney's point of view, it's this whole... Well, we're keeping the park open for another hour at three o'clock in the morning, and nobody is here. And although yeah. people yeah. are saying, "Yes, I, I admit that I'm losing this and I'm losing this, whatever," well, clearly people haven't used it. Otherwise, Disney wouldn't necessarily mm. be getting rid of it. And that kind of annoys me a little bit in the fact that people turn around and have a moan now, when actually at the time, um, that people didn't use it anyway. And yeah. Now that they've lost it that they're now going, oh, can't believe it, it's unfair, blah, 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 blah. Um, so oh, I, I don't see it being a problem. You know, I'm quite happy to stay in the park till two in, in, instead of three because mm-hmm. I know that's fine by me. But I, um, I dare say it is reactionary because at the end of the day, if people are in the parks, they're going to be spending money on merchandise. Yeah. So Disney wouldn't cut that revenue if they didn't have to. Yeah, true. Exactly. Exactly right. But, you know, there's a lot we can do about it now. It seems it's going to be from January of next year. That's what's going to happen, end of. And, um, you know, we'll just see whether or not that changes again. I doubt it will, but who knows. Right, we are, do we, uh, one of the things we do uh, do on the show is cover some Disneyland Paris news. Because although maybe those of you who are listening in the US on Orlando Sky Radio don't necessarily visit the parks in Disneyland Paris, some people have a keen interest in what's going on in foreign parks. But also a lot of the guys who listen to the podcast or listen to this as a download are. So we just got one piece of news for Disneyland Paris I want to share with you to do with the uh, event that's coming up in October. Yep, it's the terrific night at Disneyland Paris and it's coming back on the 26th and 27th of October. Um, Basically, it's the scary version of the Halloween event that Disney puts on, so more like the Universal Studios type events that you see. Um, And the official press thing says, Terrific night is back for twice as many thrills and chills. Are you ready to experience the darkest night of your life to face your deepest fears? Well then, forget all your previous impressions and dare to join us on this death-defying adventure. Brace yourself to be immersed in the abyss of a terrifying world. Don't bother trying to find your regular bearings, for horror has taken over the entire Walt Disney Studios park, making the ambience more frightening than ever. Lurking in the shadows of the park, unusual worlds emerge where dreadful creatures, gruesome characters and artists from beyond the grave rule the roost, determined to give you a hellish scare. Wonder if you'll find solace in the attractions? Not a chance. This is a night when nothing will seem familiar. Some of the attractions even have their own spooky surprises in store to make your hair stand on end. For two nights only, Disneyland Paris abandons the dream world to thrust you into your worst nightmare. Are you brave enough to face your doom? And just reading that, I'm just like, oh, I want to be there. Unfortunately, I know there's the two dates that, in one good point, I want to be performing in my next theatre thing. No, you don't. I've now, like, gutted the 26th and 27th. You really don't. Just don't do it, it's fine. I, I know, no, it's a good, like, the, the play is really good. I, lo- I love this uh, event. Uh, I've done it the past two years, and mm. this year I was like, I've done it two years now, I'm not bothered this year. And then this all came out, and I was like, oh. <laughs> See, I'd have, no, I'd have to go with you guys, because Joe is a bit of a wimp when it comes to that. Yeah, because he won't go to Universal's. He won't, because uh, we're going Halloween out in October, and I was like, come on, let's go to Universal and see the Halloween horror stuff. He's like, oh, no. I love the, fa- love the fact you said you'd have to go with us, guys. Because, like, as, as if I'm like the, the hardest man in the world. Yeah, because you're a wimp as well, aren't you? Is it, would you well, you're part this? of the Disney Brit team now, you have to be. <laughs> would you do this, Alan? I, I would probably go at the event, but, but 
I have this underlying fear of the Tower of Terror, so I'd never, ever, ever do that. <laughs> but to be honest, they, don't, they can't do a lot with the Tower of Terror because, you know, you can't suddenly, I don't know, bust, put somebody in the lift shaft who's going to jump on you halfway <laughs> down. Just imagine them getting that wrong. Um, yeah. But it's it's the whole atmosphere around the park. It's kind of the the characters that are wandering around. It's some of the walkways mm. that are normally just walkways that they alter to different things. And they do do over some of the elements. Like last year, I think we talked about this in the show before, they had Rock and Roller Coaster, which they turned into a crime scene. You went through the queue to get on Rock and Roller Coaster. There's a mm. man there with a severed head in his hand and things like that. Um, they do that amazing thing with the Backlot Tour, don't they? Yes, the, the Backlot Tour gets a massive makeover every year. Two years ago, it was some demonic-possessed thing. Last year, it was a big animatronic dragon eating one of the cast members... And they do it. You know, it's pretty cool the way they do it. And you know, and the thing is, this year the ticket prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. They're thirty which, pounds now, and there's no yeah. concession for children's. But you probably wouldn't want to take small children no, to this anyway because no, it I, is pretty frightening. I've seen people take small children to this, and I've seen people take small children out of it very quickly. <laughs> um, we saw the most amazing illusionist at this as well, where they managed to saw a man's legs off, uh, which was just. But it's the kind of thing that you like in a Disney park in the US you would never ever see this but it's become mm. so popular that the event holds about 7,000 people each night and it will sell both of those nights without a shadow of a doubt do, um, do you think it will head over to Florida? I don't know because it's not scary enough to compete with Halloween Horror Nights and I'm not quite sure, I, I'd like it to but I'm not quite sure whether it kind of has a fit because it's you know you've obviously got Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween mm. Party which is perfect you've got Halloween Horror Nights on completely the opposite end of the spectrum and you kind of this one kind of fits in the middle ish but it's not quite kid friendly it's not kid friendly enough to be not so scary but it's not scary enough to fit close enough to Halloween Horror Nights so they'd have to sort of tweak it or change it but again mm. you know it'd be interesting to see because the um, price has gone up this year whether or not it means that they're thinking about increasing whatever the content of the night is um, yeah. and it becoming maybe them having because the one thing I think it misses is haunted houses yeah mm. because so they are there attempt, no like horror mazes or anything well they did attempt to do like a horror maze through um, the I'm trying to think Armageddon oh yeah uh, but it wasn't particularly scary it was just sort of people in rubber masks running around uh, the end bit was quite cool they had some manacled creatures or something uh, but the sort of beginning bit was a bit alright this is just a bit strange so last year they had some hooded monk kind of creatures walking around pointing at people which was the idea of a horror maze but it just that wasn't scary it was more Mm. atmospheric so I'd like there to be some sort of horror maze for them to actually go for it with a horror maze and make it really quite scary I'd love that Um, because it's awesome watching scared people get chased down the street by axe wielding uh, people and, and zombies I just remember one of my overriding memories two years ago is a, a zombie just appearing from behind a set of tables and chairs and just sending the whole lot flying and then chasing after people through the park which is awesome <laughs> maybe it'll come to the US maybe not I don't I don't know whether there's quite a fit for it but we'll see if, if I remember right about the universal ones mm. they've got a, a strict um, no drinking policy at their nights yes I do believe they have mm. um, whereas at Disneyland Paris they haven't really got that much Drink no, restriction. But if I remember rightly, I don't think they were serving alcohol. All oh, right, okay. But you can still get tanked up before you go in. <laughs> <laughs> then they're in there. 
brilliant. I love it. Uh, right, we're going to take a quick break because we've ended there with our news and rumours. Uh, we've got a couple of adverts to play for you and we've got our Red Box conversation. If you've not heard it before, it's a bit of fun. Before we come back and we decide just which Disney characters are we going to put into our Olympic team. We'll see you in a second. We have visual contact. Go, go, go. <laughs> Make way for the big... Howdy, partners. Climb aboard. Carnivores versus pork bellies. You're on, old school. Your mission, get there. The all-new attraction, Toy Story Mania. It's 4D, which is one better than 3D. Oh, security. Oh. Eh, works every time. Now at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeehaw! Hello, everyone. This is Yeehaw Bob Jackson from Walt Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort. And I'm giving a big shout-out to all my friends listening to Orlando Sky Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Craig Duncan. Please come and join me for my soul show every Sunday at 9 o'clock UK, 4 p.m. Eastern, You'll only find me on Orlando Sky Radio. Come by and say hi. You're listening to Orlando Sky Radio, the best music and the best source for all your local parks and attractions news from around Orlando. Orlando Sky Radio, your vacation station. Attraction Tickets Direct is the UK's number one ticket provider for Disney, Universal, and the worlds of Discovery Parks. They offer unbeatable prices and expert advice on all the major tickets and attractions in Orlando, California, and Paris. The service Attraction Tickets Direct provides is second to none. Lines are open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Customers receive real tickets, not vouchers, within seven days. And there are no hidden extras, such as credit card fees or postage surcharges. Now that's what you call great service. Log on to www.attractionticketsdirect.com or call toll-free on 0800-975-0002. Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Uh, were you expecting somebody to really be on the end of the phone? Sorry, what was that? Were you really expecting somebody to be on the end of the phone? Yes, that's very cool. Well, this is the Disney Brit Radio Show, and we ring the UK phone boxes in Epcot and say hello to whoever picks up. Say hello. Hello, Epcot. <laughs> hello, and what's your name? I'm Emily. And um, uh, are you there with family, friends? Sorry, one more time. Are you there with family and friends? Yes, my friend is right here. Oh, who, and who is your friend? Yep, hold it. Hello. 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 Hello, I'm ringing from England. Hi there, how are you? I'm not too bad, how are you? I'm very well. And what's your name? <laughs> I'm Elizabeth. You're Elizabeth. So we have Emily and Elizabeth. Is that right? Yes. And are you f- your best friends? 
Yes, we are. And you're on vacation together, I take it? Yes, we are. And what possessed Emily to answer a ringing phone, I wonder? Um, I told her to. Oh, you told her to. Oh, so <laughs> will she do anything you tell her to? Um, probably not anything, oh. but she did answer the phone when I told her Ask to. Ask her to go and jump in World Showcase Lagoon and see what she does. <laughs> um, that probably wouldn't be the best idea, but she might do it. Oh, she might do it. Okay. Uh, where are you guys off to? Um, we are off to, we're just exploring the, uh, World, Sh- World Showcase. Yeah, just exploring World Showcase. So which way around? Where have you just come from? Have you just come um, from we France? we just came from France. Did you go to the patisserie? Um, yes, we did. And what did you have? Uh, we actually didn't get anything because we have dinner coming up soon. Oh, but that's so good. And where are you going for dinner? Um, we're going to dinner at Le Cellier. Oh, lovely. Cheddar cheese soup. Have you eaten there before? Yes, I have. Fabulous. Yeah, cheddar cheese soup all the way. Um, are you staying for illuminations as well or is it a short stay today? Um, it's unfortunately a short stay today. Oh, no. Oh, boo. Never mind. Well, thank you for picking up the phone, and thank Emily for picking up the phone as well. We will let you I enjoy will. the rest of your vacation. And, um, thank we will you so much. Okay. All Thanks right, bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to the Disney Brit Radio Show with your hosts, Adam, Juz, and Kaz. I am not convinced she was listening to me in the slightest. <laughs> All I do, I was like, uh, do I have to keep repeating my questions? Can I just say, Adam, Juz, Kaz, and Alan? Uh, because uh, when we had those done, thanks to Chris Barnes for doing those for us. When we had our voiceovers done, Alan wasn't part of the team, and now he is. <laughs> so it's not an afterthought or anything. Yeah. It's just you just have to piece it in at the end. Yeah. So hang on, hang on. Are you ready? You ready? You are listening to the Disney Brit Radio Show with your hosts Adam, Juz, and Ken. And Alan. Is that better? <laughs> a bit more Edison work on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend some time on that. Shall I? Uh, at some point, because uh, that that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, the accent. <laughs> yeah, my accent's not quite the same. Right, what we said, uh, we were, we were going to have a bit of Olympic fun because uh, it is the Olympics. I don't know whether you've noticed uh, it's going on at the moment. Um, so we were talking about like countries, and obviously they bring their best competitors. But if Disney was to do the Olympics and they had to put a team together that consisted of just the characters. Um, from uh, all of their Disney movies, whether it be live action, whether it be Disney classics, whether it be Pixar, which ones would they choose? Now, we want you to join in with us as well. So if you are listening to this and you're listening and you've got Facebook or you've got Twitter, so at Disney Brit uh, on Twitter or Facebook, you can find us over there. Or you want to send us a quick email, either any of those is fine. And you want to join in with this, then please do, okay? So we've got a list of events and we are going to share what we think our characters would be. I'm going to be intrigued to see what people come up with, whether they're going to come up with something different or something that's kind of really obvious i don't really know so let's find out so uh we've got a set of events we've got archery synchronized diving fencing 100 meters weightlifting cycling sailing canoe slalom javelin equestrian judo and wrestling are the list that we've got here we're not necessarily going to get through all of them we're going to get through as many as we can so let's start off with uh with uh, alan Mm-hmm. Who have you got that you're putting forward for our first event for archery? Um, well, I've got two. Okay. But I'll only say one because I don't want to overstep any of your suggestions okay. if you're going to join in. So your number one is? Um, my number one would be Robin Hood. You're right, okay. <laughs> Do you know, as soon as I came up with this one, I thought this is quite an obvious one. So you're going Robin Hood, okay. Because I didn't want to go for the other one. Right. So Robin Hood, for what particular reason? 
Um, because I believe he's good with the bow and arrow. Do you not think he's a bit like he might just go and rob the audience? Um, I don't know. He might be looking forward to one of those big gold medals <laughs> to give to the poor, or he's, he's sneaking his way up under the stands to the corporate seats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, there's no one there. Oh yeah! Oh look at that! <laughs> sneaking up to the corporate seats to go and steal money, and oh, why are they empty? What's this all about? He's took anyway, the seat pattern instead. Let's not be controversial. Thank you very much. <laughs> so you've got Robin Hood. Uh, who have you got? I had Robin Hood, but I had an alternative as well. Go on, well. who's your alternative? Merida. Oh, you see? <laughs> I knew Merida was going to come. That's lucky I've got a third, isn't it? Yeah, um, so we've got Robin Hood for the men. We've got Merida for the, for the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, why, why Merida? Oh, just because she's epic at archery. Epic so. at archery, okay. Well, I've put Mulan in. Oh, yeah. You see? Because she's quite good Love at it. the old, like, combat stuff. I've saved her for something else, though. Have you? Okay. That's fine. You can save her for something else as well. She could do more than one event. That is fine. Uh, that's all right. You know, we don't have to be cruel enough to actually, like, say you can do one event and nothing else. <laughs> the Daily Thompson of the Olympic world. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Mulan is. She's the Daily Thompson. Of the... And, uh, yeah, that's fine. And plus, she's Chinese, not Japanese, which means she's not going to be a sore loser. And try and... <laughs> Oh, oh, controversial again. What's going on? That's twice today the Japanese have done a sit-in. Right, okay. (laughs) So we've got got Robin Hood, uh, we've got Mulan, and we've got Merida as our three for archery. Okay, so we're going synchronised diving. I put this one in because I thought it would be a little bit different. So synchronised diving, Kez, which Disney character are you putting in for synchronised diving? I'm putting in Donald and Daisy Duck. Right, your reasons? (laughs) Because obviously being ducks, they'll be good with the water. And because they're boyfriend and girlfriend, they'll be synchronised, well, technically. <laughs> so they should be good at this event. And you see little ducks diving in, around. Brilliant. I knew this was going to be a, <laughs> I knew this was going to be Radio Gold before he even started. <laughs> so you're, you're going for Donald and Daisy Duck because <laughs> they're going out. So they should understand each other. Well, I thought well, yeah, all... and they're ducks. So obviously water. But the force will be going out quite a long time, so... Yeah, the synchronicity might not be there. That's true. Plus well, it might be really characters. solid because they've been together for so long now. <laughs> yeah, but then isn't it men from Venus? No, women are from Venus. Men are from <laughs> yeah, oh, whichever way around. It's a track. Is. There you go. <laughs> so you think that would make a difference? No. Okay, okay. Uh, Alan. Um, right. Okay. Well, I started writing my list. And yeah. The first thing I put down was for Dave, and I thought Peter Pan, fantastic. Yeah. But then I realised that it was synchronised. So His shadow. I've changed my... Oh, that would have been a good one if I'd thought about it. I changed my idea for two people that are totally synchronised, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Tweedledee? Oh, no! (laughs) Perfect in the diving. You can't say that. Why? Because that was what I got. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) You go first on the next one. No! I thought I was being really clever with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I thought, how good is that one? In that case, I go for Peter Pan and his shadow. We've just had a yeah, tweet sent through to us. Uh, Disney Crazy Thirteen has just sent us a picture of uh, of Stitch in a karate outfit, and oh. Donald. Yeah, you can buy Judo Stitch on the DisneyStore.com yeah. American website. And Donald in a bathing suit and armbands. So maybe you weren't quite as far there you off go. as we thought. See, you all laugh at me. Yeah, we did laugh at you, but maybe you're closer than we thought you were. Uh, okay, <laughs> then. Right. So I was synchronized diving. I had Tweedledee and Tweedledum, uh, which I quite clearly can't have anymore. So I was thinking Pocahontas would have been quite good for the diving because she dives off that waterfall she does. rather impressively, but I point. couldn't think of someone to dive with her. Because okay. Ariel would have been good, but pff, legs. Yeah, they're <laughs> required for jumping and dancing, really, aren't they? 
Yeah, a raccoon. Miko. Miko, yeah. Can raccoons survive underwater? Flit. Well, it does Flit. in the um, animation. Yeah. And the little hummingbird when he gets stuck in the boat. That's true. We could have had Nemo. We uh, kind of, of died water. out of the water. <laughs> It'd be like, it'd be like a fish out of water, into the water. Right, okay, let's move on to our third event then. We're going to fencing. I'm starting fencing. Okay. Right, and I've got two fencing, but I'll just give you one. Captain Hook is my fencing man. Oh, okay, yeah. So okay. that's that's all I've got because quite obviously he's handy with a sword. Uh, he's got his hook from a crocodile, not from losing a sword fight. So therefore, he's actually quite handy, and I think he would be quite good as a, a, a fencer. He'd have to take his hat off, obviously. But uh, other than that, I think he'd be quite good in fencing. Uh, Alan, what you got? Um, well, I had Captain Hook. To be ah, yes. ah, I have a different one. I'm, I'm going to throw it out as a wild card here. I'm going to say um, Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian. Right, when you said wild card, you really weren't kidding, were you? Because... You know in the um, kiss the girl scene, yeah, when he mm. picks up the reed as the uh, conductor's <laughs> baton, yeah, he was quite good at that. Could fence with it, I think. Anyway, see um... <laughs> Donald and Daisy not looking so bad yeah, now. Certainly. And also, someone's put forward uh, Corella's fur coat on Twitter has put forward Pocahontas and John Smith for synchronized diving. Oh, as a possibility, okay. could work. Could, could work. work. Yeah, I have a really sensible one for fencing. Go on, here we go. Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you see, cracking yeah. idea. Uh-huh. Or, or Jack Sparrow would have worked as well. Yeah, but Will's better than Jack in terms of fencing skill. True. Yeah. So, I'll, Will I'll, Turner's a good one. I'm stuck in the animation world. You are stuck in the animation world. That is very, very true. Uh, right, 100 metres. Please don't steal mine. Kez. Dash? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I have Mine's... an alternative as well, but I'll leave it. Oh. Right. Who you got? My alternative? Yeah. Bolt. Yeah, go on. What you got, uh, Alan? Well, uh, I think mine will beat both of yours. Go on. Lightning McQueen. Oh. Oh, you see? So yeah. Obvious. Do you know what? That is genius because we didn't actually say it couldn't be a vehicle. <laughs> we just said it had to be a Disney character. Lightning McQueen is actually quite a good idea. But then I think Dash is actually quicker off the start. So. Yeah, he probably would finish it first but Lionel McQueen's actually a genius one. Oh yeah I had Dash which is rubbish weightlifting then I'm going first for weightlifting because otherwise you can steal it I've got Hercules down for weightlifting it had to be though he, he had, the they, Olympics being Greek and yeah who else could it be who could like be stronger than Hercules there's no one I don't think Alan Stitch so he is stronger than Hercules technically he is super strong or as that strong true and I have another one go on Sully from Monsters Inc because he's yeah, a big guy. he is quite a big guy. That is very true. He's got the shoulders He doesn't have, like, the godly strength of Hercules, though, or the scientific intergalactic strength of Stitch, so he'd probably lose against all of those. I, th- I think Stitch would struggle to get it above his head, though. So basically, what you've just done is turn around to me and said, it had to be Hercules because of the Greek mythology, mm. and, and then ripped it apart and said he wouldn't win. Thanks. No, Her- no I said Hercules would oh, beat would my beat one. Oh, right, okay. Because he's got godly I thought you're strength saying and Sally's he wouldn't just a monster. beat them. It's like, uh, no, I'm uh, not that mean. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So who's won gold Sorry. so far? Who's what? Who's won any gold medals so uh, far? I have. I've won them all. Just me. Your rules, you win. My rules, I win, basically, yeah. Cycling. What have we got for cycling? Go on, Alan. Um, I'm thinking long legs. Yeah. I'm thinking someone who's quite athletic. Yeah. Who's been in the Olympics before. Yeah. Goofy. Oh, okay. genius. <laughs> Kez. Right, mine is Kevin Flynn. 
Oh, good shout. <laughs> From who's, Tron. Who's Flynn? Tron, with the light cycles. Oh, I bypassed that one. But, you see, I went for Tron himself. Uh, ah, nice. You see, the, the original. Not, not, not like I went for Tron, the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, he is the ultimate, therefore he must surely be everybody. Okay, so that's another gold medal to you, So then. that's another gold medal to me. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, so you went Goofy versus Tron versus... Kevin, Kevin Flynn. Flynn. Uh, yeah, Goofy's... Goofy's not even got a bronze in that one, I don't think. I don't think Goofy uh, even finished, did he? I don't think he crossed the line at the end. <laughs> right, we've got a few left and we haven't got long. Uh, so, uh, sailing. What have you got for sailing? Davy Jones. David Jones, good one. You wouldn't mess with him. No, you wouldn't mess with David Jones, that's true. Alan? Uh, Jim Hawkins. Ah, from uh, Treasure, Treasure Planet. Planet. See, mm. that's who I had as well. I was trying to be, I was thinking outside the box. And clearly, it was the same box that Alan had <laughs> So, Long John Silver. I, I kind of put Long John Silver slash Jim Hawkins slash, you know. But um, so we've gone Treasure Planet, you've gone uh, Pirates of the Caribbean again. Okay, that's cool. Right, Canoe Slalom. No brain, a Pocahontas. Yeah, I've got Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas, that's it. I couldn't think of anybody else who possibly owns a boat that would do that. Yeah, she's um, quite good with the boat, isn't she? She would sing just around the river bend as she was doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd have to be done. <laughs> she would have to sing at the same time. She wouldn't know which way to go, extra though. points. <laughs> uh, okay, so we, we've all gone for Pocahontas. That's fine. Javelin. I've gone with another Pocahontas character. Go on. Cocoam. Yeah. He's handy with a spear. What you got? I, I was I was thinking the same along the line, same sort of lines, but I was thinking Kane or um, Coda. Brother Bear. You yeah. see, Brother Bear was my original thought, um, and I I kind of thought about putting that down, but then again, I was going back to what can I think of that I reckon that would really like be quite powerful. So I went for Shen Yu from Mulan. Oh, yeah. There's a point where they start throwing all their spears and stuff, isn't there? Mm. And he's quite evil. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with him. Yeah, you wouldn't want to mess with him, would you? So I decided... I decided to go... So I, you'd literally just go, uh, there's a medal. You. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even compete, would you? You just... There it is. Just going, thank you. Um, so I, I put him in. Uh, a question. See, this is where I save Mulan because she has a horse, Khan, and she's amazing on that. Okay. Um, Mary Poppins. Ah, I like it. What right. she can do with a wooden horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave it there. I put, see, I put Merida down for this one. Because mm. she does like a horse riding, but she also likes horse riding at the same time as shooting a bow and arrow. In, in uh, a question, do they actually name the horse as well? I don't know. Because I, I always heard like someone's name and their horse, da da da. Maybe. So you've, got to, you've got to name the horse now. The horse is Angus. called <laughs> Angus. <laughs> um, uh, Haggis. I don't know. It's Angus. Uh, is, it, is it Angus? Yeah, That's I what, because when you know what? she appears in Epcot, she goes to get back into her voice. She kept going, oh, yes, my horse, Angus. You know what? I've seen the film <laughs> and I don't even know. I don't I remember. Have, I didn't get to see the film. So. <laughs> I've seen it and I haven't got a clue. Yeah, well, we've well, got I'm two sorry. more, which, which we've got to finish off with, which is. Um, we have got judo and wrestling. So let's give your two very quickly. Right, my judo is Stitch and my wrestling is Elastigirl. Oh, nice. What you got, Alan? I've got Pete and Pete. 
<laughs> Basically, I'm thinking a bit of body weight behind to do a bit of wrestling or judo. Right, okay. Well, I went for judo stitch and wrestling. Mm-hmm. I went for Pete from Pete's Dragon. Oh, um, I was a different Pete. You went for a different Pete. That's cool. That's fine. That's not a problem. You're allowed to go for a different one. That's absolutely fine. Um, I can't believe that's it. That is pretty much all the time we've got for this week, which means you have to listen to this obligatory music. Are you ready? Here it comes. There it is. It's our obligatory M music. Can you believe it? Um, we've really actually genuinely come towards the end of the hour, and we've got about four minutes of the show left, and that's pretty much it, which is sad. But the good news is we managed to fill a whole hour and not embarrass ourselves too much. Which always is always quiet. That was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, just we've run out of material. We just have thirty minutes of silence. Well, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, we need to thank our sponsors for the show. That's Attraction Tickets Direct and TouringPlans.com. You go to TouringPlans.com. You can find out all about their lines app. You can find out the crowd calendars for both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris, and you can go and grab their wonderful touring plans that tell you exactly where to go and when and save you hours on your touring, particularly on the hot summer days that you've got at the moment. And of course, Attraction Tickets Direct, attractionticketsdirect.co.uk if you're in the UK for your, your ticketing needs. Thank you to those who have joined in with Twitter and things like that. Again, you can uh, get hold of us on at DisneyBrits. You can also email us your comments, your questions, your suggestions, anything at all, podcast at DisneyBrit.com. You can also ring our voicemail number 407-545-7980. And if you go to our website, Disney brit.com on the right hand side there's a little button you can press just there to leave us a little voicemail uh, and if you haven't done it so far you've got until tomorrow as of when this is recorded which is Monday the 30th of July to get any little happy the happy hundred and um, episode sort of messages in because our next episode is our hundredth edition of the Disney Brit podcast even though we're now a radio show you can go to our Facebook fan page and you can also friend up myself Juz Craig Alan I've not missed anyone this time I don't think um, but uh, and did I did I not say you no. Kez <laughs> see it's your turn to be missed off this fine, time fine I'll leave yeah, now alright can good. you just go thanks um, you can also get this show on uh, iTunes you can get it as a download and it'll be available each week You've got a YouTube channel which we run as well, and of course you've got uh, Iron Orlando Sky Radio that is on 24 hours a day at LandoSkyRadio.com. You can enjoy all that wonderful music and all those bits and pieces. And also, don't forget to check out all of the other wonderful things we do, including Iron Orlando, the Iron Orlando radio show that's on each week, and just like generally loads and loads of stuff that we just get involved in and it just takes up our entire life which is absolutely fine because we love it but uh, we will be back in two weeks time for episode 100 when we have got a very special guest joining us for an hour we're going to be talking to them about their life's work with Disney I'm not going to give away too much right now but uh, it should be very very exciting indeed so uh, that is it thank you very much for joining us for our first ever live Disney Book Radio show would you guys like to say goodbye Bye, everyone. Have a good week. See you later. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, you sounded really worried. Uh, and uh, next oh, Monday God. is the Disney Island Discs radio show. We'll see you then, and we'll see you for Disney Brit in two weeks' time. <laughs>